Lights, camera, action. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. And welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast. I am your host, Jody Pratt, with my fellow host, Sunflower. And this is the Director's Cut. Um, I don't have a name for this, so you're going to have to help me. It's another drama for my sad brain. And... I came up with this listening to, um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Antonin Dvorak. I don't, I don't even know what he Italian, uh, European, French, Slovakian. I don't, I don't know. But listening to this song, to um, his symphony, I came up with this shit. Well, the beginning at least, and then Patrick helped me flesh it out. Well, he helped me get it in order. I would say that. And the more I talked about it, I talked to you in the car literally that day mm-hmm. that I made it up. Yep. And um, so I'm going to play this in the background as I'm saying this to, to get me in the mood and to get the uh, listeners in the mood as well. I hope this doesn't get taken down. Well, it shouldn't. It's a fucking podcast. So. Alright, so it takes place on uh, the prairie, I want to say, Montana, right? Mm -hmm. And it follows this big-ass caravan of religious people, and they all have different children of color and stuff like that. And it follows our protagonist, a little black girl. And I want to say she's about 13 years old or so. And it's uh, nighttime, and they're traveling through the night. Uh, because this is dangerous lands that they're in, right? And um, it comes into a, a place where she's laying down in the um, the caravan, and uh, in, in the wagon, right? Mm-hmm. And she's being touched on by her, what's supposedly supposed to be her brother, mm-hmm. right? Because each family, each caravan has a family, and each family has a bunch of, like adopted kids because they're like trying to bring these colored people to God and stuff like that. So they end up taking or adopting kids mm-hmm. and shit like that. So she has like an Indian sister and a Chinese sister, white brothers, stuff like that. Yeah. And so it goes in to her being molested by what's supposed to be her like white brother. Right. Mm-hmm. And as caravan is traveling and shit like that, maybe it's dawn mm-hmm. and they're traveling and shit. And he starts this and she fights him off and she completely jumps out of the back of the wagon. And they're told repeatedly, don't leave the wagon, don't do anything like that because you'll be lost to the world. Before you know it, you, you can't even see the wagon. These grasses are tall, blah, 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 like that. Yeah. And so she jumps off and she has a, a feeling of freedom, right? A feeling of just euphoria that she's free from this shit, like I just said. Mm-hmm. But she looks and she sees like her little sister give her like this look like. So she has this duality of feelings. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm free, 
but my sisters are now left with whatever I just left behind. Yeah. And then she starts to run after it. She starts to chase this wagon. And she she kind of gut checks herself like, what am I chasing? Am I chasing to to save my sister, but also put myself back into that? Or am I am I going to let her have that own her, that choice of running away mm-hmm. and you having your own control of freedom? So after a while, she stops running, and the winds pick up her voice and let it travel, and she's alone now. And the day goes past, and she's just walking aimlessly. Her mouth is dry, and, and soon night comes. And when night comes, the stars come. Mm-hmm. And for sure, she's seen the stars before. They've been above. But also, they they were muted by the emotions of what's going around. Being called a negress by what's supposed to be her mom and dad. Yeah. Instead of by her real name. Being molested by her older white brother. Having to protect her younger siblings. And she's, what I say, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now she gets a full feeling of the the gravity of it all. How small she is in this world. How, how immense this galaxy is. And how she doesn't have to be okay with where she's at. Right. And so she's dancing under the stars. She finds herself just twirling her little... Her little dirty dress underneath the stars and she's her hands are high and she's screaming out loud and she's just feeling the gravity of it all being lost being so small but also realizing that she chose freedom she chose better or what she thinks you know what i mean yeah and soon the night turns cold and she she tires of dancing and she lays down. She 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 digs in this hard earth to try to warm herself, and then she finds herself um, falling to sleep. And she wakes up when the sun's up and stuff like that. She hears little predators here and there in the, in the bush, and she stands up and she begins walking aimlessly. And on the horizon, real real far away, she sees about five or six men on horses. And you, you hear him whooping in the background. And she's like, oh shit, this is exactly what they were talking about. The Indians, this is Indian land. So she starts running in the opposite direction. Soon, of course, being on horses, they catch up. And she, she's trapped. They surround her and stuff like that. She tries to kick and scream and fight and bite. And these Indian men take her, right? Put her on the back of the horse. And they're talking to each other like this will, this will get us a pretty penny, you know what I mean? The, the we sell Negroes like fuck it. Yeah. Not every Indian person or Indian tribe were peaceful motherfuckers. Like I think we got that fucked up as a society. Yeah. Like these niggas were all peaceful. No, they were not. Mm-hmm. That's facts. So they take her back to the, to the um, to the group, and the head of the um. The warriors were like, okay, tie her up here. And, you know what I mean? The next day, we'll feed her, bathe her, make her look good, and then we'll go to sell her off. Okay? 
But you got like you guys watch over her, make sure none of the women see her. Yeah, because they're gonna try to talk us out of this. They mm-hmm. only want us to sell Negro men and not little girls. They try to keep the little girls. You know what I mean? The the widows. I mean mm-hmm. the 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 people who've lost children and shit, right? Yeah. To sickness. So later that night, she's sitting in her tent, all fucking tied up and shit like that. And the warriors from earlier that day come in, right? Mm. And and they, you know, gag her. And she's fighting and fighting with a passion. You know what I mean? And they're raping her. Mm. And the scream got out. And and the the wife of the head of a uh, head warrior comes and um, like, what the fuck is going on? And sees this little girl. And and what you think is going to save her in duality, she gets just upset that they're forcing themselves on somebody that's not Indian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm reaching a little bit, but it is what it is. Yeah. So she stops it completely. These men get punished like as she's put into the same uh, TP as uh, the woman that saved her. Yeah. Right. And she's talking down to her the entire time. Just like, like how can you people have this type of hair? Like it's not conducive to, you know what I mean? I should cut your hair off like right now. And, um, and shit like that. And, yeah. but she can't understand shit she's saying. And the little girl's just like, okay, you know what I mean? Like go to sleep. And turn turn away from the the fire and shit like that, and go to sleep. In the morning, you'll be gone and good riddance to you. So she goes, and um, they're taken. They took her to auction, and as she's getting taken out the next morning to to go to auction, you see all the men being punished. Still, their backs are to um, like maybe they're getting like flogged or whipped or some shit like that. Something. And they're being punished not because of them kidnapping the little girl and things like that it's more so because of her yeah and because who of... she is and her, them forcing themselves upon the likes of her exactly yeah you know what i mean and uh and it's kind of like what if she what if she would have you know what i mean caught one of your seeds and there's going to be like a mm, half walking yeah. around you know what i mean the spirits don't look after those type of you know something like that right Mm-hmm. And that's what they're being punished for, really. So they take her to auction, and this old man, um, she's passed on because she looks real beaten up. You know what I mean? She looks defeated. They tell her, hey, sit up straight. Sit mm-hmm. up. We're trying to get, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're talking shit to each other about her. And she looks all dejected and shit. And they're wanting, like, you know, $20 for her. Mm-hmm. And nobody just, they're like four, three, you know what I mean? Then the old man comes. And I want to say this old man is just this silver hair, old, walks with a, walks with a purpose though. You know what I mean? Still has a bit of, you don't, he's a mystery. He used to be somebody, but now he's not kind of thing. You know what I mean? You feel that from him. Like he served or something like that. Mm -hmm. He served in the military, but not, I don't know. So he goes and he, he bids on her. And they're just like, oh, we're looking for 20. He was like, I'll give you 15 for it. And then they're just like, I don't know if we could, you know. He was like 15. They're like, 
you know, talk to each other and like, okay, fine, 15. Mm-hmm. And he buys her, right? And he's talking to her and she's not talking back. And he's like, you know, I never done something like this before. I don't even believe in it. You know what I mean? But I need help around my farm. Mm-hmm. That's plain and simple. And I, and he's a bit ignorant. So he's just like, I would have bought a, a, a Negro boy, but I don't want him one day killing me in my sleep. And I know the Negress, they have a bit more heart than the boys. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the, so what I heard. You know, shit, shit like that. Yeah. So he, days go by and she's learning shit around the farm and stuff like that. And he's, she falls into mud and he's la- like laughs at her. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like a, hey, you fell over a pig. That's funny. But she, like, with hatred in her eyes, she's just like, just storms away, tries to clean off her dress. The same dress she's been in. Same dress she's been raped in. The same dress she laid in the dirt under the stars in. Same thing. And days go by, and she's in the same thing. And one day, after she's learning shit, you know, they're kind of gaining trust with one another. He's like, um... I have something for you. Take off your clothes and, and stand over there, you know, by by the um, by the bed, by your bed. And he walks out, and she's like, I'm, "I refuse to have this happen again to me. Mm-hmm. I refuse to be raped again. I refuse to be molested again. And nobody, and I'm not going to have anybody's child. Not not a, not being so small. Yeah. Why would I produce in something so small?" I am nothing, and I want to create something when, when there is nothing to, to you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she's trying to, she's having that rationale, and she gets completely naked, right? And then she's just dreading it more and more, and he's, he's uh, he knocks on the door. Key, he knocks on the door. Yeah. And she's like, fuck it, and bails out of the window. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Climbs out of the window and just starts running, 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 running into the night and he's like looking for her he's like what like what the fuck so we we follow her she's running to the night under the stars and under the stars they're they're like it's enough light that she just into this canyon next thing you know she's like deep into somewhere she doesn't need to be Mm -hmm. barefoot and all you all you see in the not the distance but I want to say 100, 150 feet away are a bunch of horses, like maybe three or four horses around a fire. Mm. Right? And and a few men. Not the, not as many men as there are horses, but a couple men mm-hmm. sitting there cooking something on there. And the smell wafts in her nose and shit like that. And she's like, oh shit, this is not good. Yeah. Horses. So she starts to back, it's like she slinks down and starts to back away right into the arms of one of the men. And she's like, look what we got here, boys. Like, woo, we got something live. And and she's like, oh, shit. So she's fighting. She's thrashing. She's fucking screaming. And she's getting her mouth held. And he takes her over there. One of the guys are just not even interested whatsoever. He's like, hey, those those type of women, they got um, they got diseases and such. I will not, you know, stoop down to that level and submit myself to those kind of things. And and another guy's just like it's a little girl, bro. Like what? Like what the fuck are you doing? She's naked. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
let her go. And now she's about 13, 14. Yeah. So this has been some time with this old man. You know what I mean? So, uh, so one of the guy, two of the guys are just like, shit, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Like, let's ride. And they like throw her into this clearing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Where her hand or her back like lays on cactus or some shit like that. And oh, she's like yeah. fidgeting and shit. And they're like, hey, you know, I mean, lay there and take this shit. Right. So they're forcing themselves upon her. And in the background, all you see, like, this guy is just over her, salivating, dirty mouth, foul, stenching breath mm-hmm. over her. And he sits up and starts to unbuckle his pants. And then, bam, face gone completely. And then you see the old man just riding, just riding up. Boom, boom, popping. Right? And one of the guys, the other guy who's, you know, waiting mm-hmm. for his turn. He's just like, oh, shit, pulls out his gun, starts shooting at the old man. The old man falls off the horse, right? One of the, the guy who was about to force himself upon her, yeah, dead. Mm-hmm. One of the men at the campfire, dead as well. And so they start to shoot up. Bah, 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 bah. And the older, the old man prevails just due to him doing old school tricks. Like I said, he might have served. He, he yeah. might have been something. Of a lawman, a marshal, something like that. And he knocks them off and then maybe one of them rides away. You know what I mean? One of them completely like, fuck this. Yeah. It runs away. And the old man's bleeding. And he's like, come here, help, helps her up and shit like that. Puts her on one of the old men, one of the horses that haven't ran away. And he's like walking on the side of his horse and shit. And then he, she's like, come, you know, come up here, like, with me and shit. He's like, no, like, it's okay. And then he starts to, like, drag his feet a little bit more cause due to the blood loss. And then she, like, gets down and helps him up and shit, hops back on. And they ride and he slinks off, right? So they go, they show up to the, the farm um, and he falls off, right? And she's like, like, oh, I'm like, I'm sorry I didn't, like, you know what I mean? I, I'm going to run away again as soon as you're okay type of thing yeah like he's like don't worry i'm sorry that you know what i mean like some sort of small small amount of uh back and forth right and um he teaches her how to cauterize wounds and shit the show he got hit in the shoulder um in the leg and but both of those are are out i mean uh they're through and through okay right and then the one in the hand that just completely destroys his hand Mm -hmm. and um He's like, there ain't no fixing this. Uh, it's a, it's a, you gotta sever this shit. You know what I mean? So you just cut out the bone, and it'll be good. And you cauterize the shit. I did it for, you know what I mean? There's a couple of fingers missing from his other hand mm-hmm. that he's cauterized his wound. So altogether, he had like eight fingers, and now the nigga has like three left. Yeah. Right. And then she um, cauterizes wound and shit. And time goes past. Uh, I mean, Carter has his wound and shit, and he's, like, sleeping the next day. And he gets up, like, out of, like, a war dream kind of thing. Yeah. And they they talk and shit, and she's wearing her old dress, and he's like, I told you to take that off. I brought you new clothes. I made you new clothes. 
we had all that burlap laying around. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah. My mama told me, taught me sewing. So I, you know what I mean? That's something I want to teach you as well. And I got this for you. And it's like a, this new fucking dress, but like, but like a dress shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? That goes down to like her thigh, but like shorts and shit. You know, this will be more fluid for you and shit like that. Until, you know what I mean? We sell these, these crops or sell this sow. And we can um, get money for it, okay? Yeah. And then, um, so he loses his, his hand in the fight. And through this shit, these years together, he teaches her how to shoot. They, they like, have a, fa- like, a grandfather, granddaughter loving kind of yeah. thing between them, right? And um, if he, I want to say he's about maybe 60 years old. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe like mid fifties. Um, and so he goes and, um, let's say he gets it written up one day. They mm-hmm. go to town and shit like that. And they always get murmurs like, Oh, such and such. The old man has, you know, some like Negro sex yeah. slave and shit like that. But it wasn't anything like that. <clears throat> and he got it written up that everything when he dies belongs to her. Like that's the kind of passion that they grew between each other, the relationship that grew between each other. And in one day, um, when they were out like digging a trench for irrigation and shit like that, he, he collapses it. She takes him um, inside and he tells her like the whole fucking story, like why he's alone. You know what I mean? Cause she saw, she's always saw this little grave plot that was by there, but she couldn't read what was on the plot, you know? And through this time he helped her read. He yeah. helped her do math. He helped her stay on top of the books, all that shit. So when it comes to her and he lost his wife in birth in uh, the birthing of their child. And the child lived on for about three weeks or so and fell to illness. And the grave plots are her and her. Mm. Like he had a daughter. Yeah. Right. And he said, when I saw you that day at the auction, your eyes reminded me of my wife's eyes. And this, the look of sadness on your face rem- reminded me of my daughter's as she died in my arms. Mm. And he, she's just like, damn. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, it's heavy. It's heavy. And he's like, you have nothing to worry about. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? I love you. Like, thank you. And now she's about 18, 20 years old. And, and in this shit, she was with him up, up with him all night and he's coughing and shit and, He's like, he's like, go call for the doctor and shit like that. And, you know, go get the dog. She, so she went on horseback. <laughs> goes out there, gets the doctor, comes back, and he's already gone. When time goes past, and you look, she's taking care of everything. She goes to town. All the shopkeepers, all the um, vendors, shit like that, yeah. they respect her because they know, they know who 
whose land that is, which is hers, but who taught her all this shit. And so through the respect of him, she's got that respect. Yeah. And um, and you see, like, in passing, you see him buried with his kids and shit like that. And as a girl, as a older woman, she, like, refuses to have kids, of course. As an older woman, she goes and she buys uh, two slaves, liberates them, of course. And then has them, you know, as a part of the yes. uh, the farm and shit like that. And ha- and raised them the same way that he raised her in a time of need and shit and so on and so forth. And it ends with her teaching them how to shoot or something like that. Mm, okay. Yeah. How you like that? That was great. Yeah. Very dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm in a dramatic stage right now. I have no names. What I mean, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah the girl and the. But yeah, I, you remember me telling you this? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your yeah. your opening statement for that was it's probably boring, just based on the music, and I'm just like, no. I, I never knew you no. as a classical person, like. Oh, well, I mean, it's not something that I would just sit there and listen to like a, a lot of other people would, but yeah, yeah, it's. True enjoyable because it takes you to a place that you don't know yeah and i didn't know that this was going to pop into my head yeah and all i see was a black girl as listening to dvorak that symphony this little black girl falling off of the back of a um a wagon and dancing under the stars and in celebration of being liberated and celebration of it's kind of interesting because it's she's finding herself realizing that she is so small that her plight isn't really a plight to anybody else but her. Yeah. In this tiny, tiny, tiny part of this universe, this this ever flowing energy, this 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 place where energy never dissipates and it's just a tiny bit of it. Not even microscopic beneath that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm an atom in this fucking universe and her finding that and realizing that and dancing and fucking dancing with her fucking arms in the air, twirling her little dirty dress around and smiling and screaming into the world. You know, Damn, she's hard. That is hard as fuck, bro. <laughs> you know, and I and I don't mean to for her to be terrorized the whole time, but it, it's a realization that women weren't even respected back then, let alone a little black girl. Yeah, for sure. It was going to be plight the entire time, dude. You know what I mean? It yeah. ain't no fucking. This is cool. Like, yeah, I'm gonna burn my bra. Like, no, nigga. Like this, shit, it ain't. It ain't groovy, bro. Yeah. It's bad all the way around. From the the Indians to the cowboys to the the dirty looks that were given to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just crazy. So what do you think that's your name? Um I there's two things that popped into mind. They're probably a little too simple. But um I thought about something big. Or something bigger. Mm. Or um, bigger than luck. 
Mm. Greater than luck. Something along those lines. I like something big. Yeah. How about this right here? Because I was going, I was falling on that. It's long as fuck, but hear me out. And I dance under the universe. You gay? Um. Kind of gay. Kind of. Okay. All right. I'll go with something big. <laughs> um. Uh, what do you think we should name the? Unless I'm unless I'm going with writing this shit, which I was. Honestly, this is now like up there with the first novel I want to write. Uh-huh. Novel I want to write is this one, along with the other. Wait until you hear about the Moroccan fucking sculptor, <laughs> bro. I've been sitting on this shit for a while. Uh, but yeah, what, what do you want to rate this? What do you rate this? And all my dramatic joints. Um, I would say an eight. An eight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm shooting for even, the nine, even... y'all. Like, God damn. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm out here slaving, bro. This well, no, like... it's 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 between eight and nine just because you pulled it from music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it was, and it was also very well thought. And, and, like, I mean, you can't really miss with that. And what you have right now, <clears throat> excuse me, what you have right now is something you can build upon and the in-betweens can definitely make sense yeah yeah absolutely uh yeah i'm i'll get better if i am interested in it enough past this draft point of the director's cut i'll for sure write it and you know mesh it all together and stuff so if anybody hears me like oh you know then and then it's not a clear cut it's not a clear thing you know what i mean She's resentful through this entire thing. She she tries to run, but sees how how vast the world is in the daytime. And she just shrinks up into herself yeah. until the night comes. And then she's just like, now now I can, I can have the bravery f- to run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit like that. Something big. All right, boom, pal, how you like me now? I am Jody Pratt with my fellow host. Sunflower. And this was something big. Uh, I'm on a dr- dramatic tip, so just know <laughs> anything that I make for for right now is going to be all dramatic. I got an African joint, African-American joint. That shit is going to be dramatic. I got the uh, Moroccan um, sculptor. That's dramatic as fuck. I got some shit that I made way, 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 way long ago. About this um, cheese maker in Italy, man. <laughs> you know what? My brain works in mysterious ways, and um, all praise be to Allah. Thank you. Uh, all right, this is the Scrapbook Podcast uh, Director's Cut. I'm your host Jody Pratt. Like I just said, with my fellow host Sunflower. Um, we love you. Don't stop being creative. Peace. <laughs>